Welcome to the Sick Fucks Podcast. Here it's okay to be a little fucked up because you're also fully sick. I'm a sick fuck, you're a sick fuck, come and be a sick fuck too. Good morning, sick fucks. Madzo here today. I really just wanted to talk about something that's really has been so helpful for me in um, supporting myself through being a sick fuck. And um, that is inner child work. So I'm going to start this with I'm no trained professional. So obviously everything that I speak about here is based on my experience in my journey with inner child work. And I just like to share this because I found starting on Instagram things that I would share on my stories that people liked to hear about this. And this was something that they were also interested in getting involved in as they could see the amazing impact that it could have in their lives in moving forward. So I just wanted to start with some people don't really know what this is and are kind of a bit like, oh. Sounds a little bit weird and kind of is a little bit weird. But basically inner child work is about connecting to your inner child. Now, your inner child is basically who you were as a child is still, it still has a place within you, especially those parts of you that were hurt as a child Um, but also those parts of you that experience joy and playfulness in your life. So it can be really important and really helpful to connect to this child if you, for instance, um, are experiencing blockages in your life. So what I wanted to sort of start with is some signs of maybe whether you would benefit from connecting to your inner child. So um, some of the signs is you could be a perfectionist, you could be very hard on yourself, you could struggle with the lack of self-identity, so you're a little bit unsure of, oh, who am I, maybe this is it, maybe this is it, no, it's not that, maybe it's this. Um, you could experience a lot of anxiety when moving into things, you could experience a bit of depression, um, you could experience a hard time committing to people and trusting them or on the other end you could really cling to them and um, really rely and depend on these people but these are all sad things and they're not really things that um, help us in life and you know I speak from my own experience which is a vulnerable thing to share in itself but um, if you listen to this podcast you most likely know me and you know that I'm quite an open person And so I like to share these things that I know could help others as well. So here's what I know from my sort of experience with inner child work and how much it's helped me. Um, So basically, if you have all of these signs that you have a wounded inner child, it really is a sign that your little girl or little boy inside you is looking is still looking for the love and nurture and support that it might have not received as a child. 
Now, don't just immediately go, you know what? No, my parents are always around. They didn't have this or that, or it was all perfect. Like it seems perfect. It can be more complicated than that. You could have had um, even just moments in your childhood where maybe your mum left you to go play a game or she, when you really needed to speak to her or you might have had that sort of perfect looking childhood but there were moments in your childhood that you felt unheard or you felt um, unsupported or you felt um, yeah like you didn't have a voice so with that saying I sort of like to talk about um, ways to start that connection but before you do that as well there's some things to think about before you even begin and um, these are sort of a little hot tips from the manzo but the first one is remember that she or he is a child so you need to be sensitive to this would you give a child judgment or would you give them love and support once you sort of realize this It actually helps you to give yourself love. When you're giving this child love, you're also giving yourself love, which is um, I found really groundbreaking for myself because it can be really hard to give yourself kindness sometimes, especially when you have an inner child wound. Um, But imagining that little girl, you can't give her anything else but love and support. Now, Another thing is expect that this will be an emotional time. With that being, like I said, I'm not a trained professional. These are just things that have helped me so much. But I have also had other sources of support. So I recommend for you as well, take breaks. Don't get constant on it. Don't just go cray-cray into that healing process like Madzo would do because hashtag perfectionism. But... Also recognize that you may experience some hard emotions. Um, For instance, if you're working through feelings of abandonment or, um, you know, lack of support in your childhood, different things, those emotions are going to come up again. And that can feel really fucking hard, to say the least. So um, if you're really struggling through that, you know, obviously and foremost would be to be kind to yourself throughout that and to recognize that that's normal and um, really look into ways of sitting with your feelings and recognizing that it will pass. But um, if it is really hard for you, I recommend speaking to a counselor or a trained professional. Um, But with that being said, in all the seriousness vibe that I just gave you guys, um, you're also going to experience in this time some of the most utmost joy and connection and aligned feelings that you've ever experienced. Because holy shit, you're getting connected to the realest part of yourself. And I can tell you from my experience, there's a playfulness and a true joy that comes out the more connected that you get to your little girl. Another thing is, don't think that you're cray-cray if you start getting real into this work and start sort of talking about the inner child. 
I walk around my home being like one day I'm like oh yeah I did this today and it was real fun and yeah my inner child just loved it or it could be like or it could be like oh yeah that really hurt the other day and I um, was thinking about it or I was writing about it and I came to the realization that it was because um, that really hurt my inner child and that um, was related to something that um, she already feels maybe loneliness, abandonment, whatever it is. And um, I know you can feel a little bit crazy sometimes, which I don't know, I don't take it on, but other people can feel a little bit funny about it. Um, but if it helps, I legit went onto Etsy and bought a um, mother and daughter painting and put it on my wall. So if it helps, I legit look like I am with a babe, with a little babes in my tummy, um, on my wall, if anyone comes to visit me, not that they will because of ISO, but, um, yeah, (laughs) don't be hard on yourself about it. The next thing I want to talk about is how to actually start that connection. If you haven't connected with that little gal before, so like I was saying before, something that has helped me is, um, getting photos or actually It can be sort of a process if you're looking at old family photos and sort of taking your time. Maybe you pop on some some music that's um, a bit emotional. I don't know. T-Swizzle always gets me. That's all I'm going to say. And just sort of look through them. And um, I know me personally, I recently found some photos of myself and it was a certain age of myself that spoke to me more. And that can be a sign that that was an age that... um, that really affected you or something happened and that's the age that you really need to focus on and really need to speak to her at that age. So um, I have a little photo of my girl and in the photo she's actually kind of looking up and she looks um, like she's looking into the world like, oh, this is promising and I'm excited for life. And for me that really resonates with me because that is my core self. So for you, you might find a photo that resonates something in you as well. Maybe you'll be sitting there reading and maybe that's a real part of yourself. Um, And that can be a great way to sort of start connecting to her. You're looking at her and you're feeling the feelings that she might have been feeling there and just taking the time to look at it and just fully think about what she might have been feeling in that moment. Another thing that can help is actually speaking to her. Yes, I told you, you might feel a little bit cray-cray, but honestly, this work is so amazing and it's so worth being a little bit cray-cray. I think that the most amazing things that you can do in your life are also the most crazy things. So, um, for instance, I know a lot of people who actually have these photos up and they speak to their little girl every day and say, hey, I see you and you're fucking cool you're a sick fuck. Like you are amazing. And I'm so lucky to live life alongside you as you. And I'm so gifted with everything that you offer to the world. And I just want you to know today that I see you and I support you and I love you. And that can be hard to start with. These are the things that I'm sort of used to saying now, but at the start, I know it can be hard to say those big grand um, expressions, but maybe at the start, you just start with, hey, how you doing, little one? 
because you know you might feel a little bit awkward and maybe that'll bring up oh yeah I don't know how I'm feeling today and then it might lead you into other ways of starting to connect to her so that sort of brings me into some other one thing that I was leaning into is journaling now I used to be so put off by journaling. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know about this. Everyone's all about this journaling. I don't know if I can be that, like, woo, woke or whatever you would call it. But um, it really, really helps because it helps you to get your thoughts on paper. And at the start, you might just write, like, three words and then be like, I can't be bothered anymore. But that's okay because that's sort of just the start of things. Um, But I would say with inner child work, you can actually sort of journal about past experiences. Maybe with that photo, you have it in front and maybe it's you at the carnival. I don't know. I'm actually terrified of rides. So that probably would bring up a lot for me, but (laughs) you can sort of write about, oh, what was, what was that day like? Maybe you can start writing about it and see if anything comes up for you, any memories. Um, It could even just be happy experiences that you had as a child and things that really brought you joy like um, reading in the park or um, dancing around the house or sabotaging sisters like my sister would say. Um, Another thing that you can really journal about is thinking about, this is a more deeper thing, but sort of thinking about things that you might have been taught as a child. So you can write down, okay, dad or write down mom or write down um, close friend or mum's friend, whoever was really involved in your life as a child and write underneath what were some of their characteristics? What were some of the things that they would do? Maybe they exercised a lot. Maybe they got dressed up a lot. Maybe they told you to be cleaner. Maybe they told you um, to not laugh as much or maybe they told you to not cry as much think about the things that they were telling you now those sort of things can help you then to understand possibly why you might have certain beliefs about yourself or why you might live a certain lifestyle that maybe doesn't fit true for you so sort of recognizing that and recognizing that they were stories that you were told and didn't necessarily mean that that was the truth. And it can be really important to delve those stories out um, to recognize what people would call them in the in the realm of inner child work, limiting beliefs that you have that are really not even true. And once you sort of realize what those um, beliefs are, what like I'm saying that they might not be true, they can feel fucking true though, I tell you what, is to sort of um, try and find evidence for them. That's a nice way to recognize whether there actually is truth in that. Anyway, I could ramble on forever about this, but um, another thing is inner child meditations as a way to start connecting to her. Um, I've done some really cool ones where you actually, um, you know, you're in your meditation and you are in a park or something or a beautiful garden and you walk up to her and um, you you just notice how she responds and you sort of interact with her and um, yeah, but don't consider that as something um, full on. I know some people struggle with meditations, but um, some of those out there are a lot more just about closing your eyes and just picturing you sitting next to her and um, that can really just start the journey for you. 
Something I've done recently as well is breath work, which I highly recommend. It was a very incredible experience and it helped me to release a lot of emotions that I didn't realize I had as a child. Another thing as well that I've been doing recently is sort of yoga by, oh, yoga by Adrian. I think that's what her name is on YouTube. It's amazing. You should look it up. I recently did one yoga for vulnerability, which started and ended in, um, what's it called? That pose, uh, um, fetal position. Um, so very vulnerable sort of things that you can do to kind of get into the flow of here's my inner child, where she at? I'm feeling her. She's coming up for me now. Um, now I was also going to say noticing activities that give you that real spark and joy. Now I, for instance, being a little bit personal again, um, really, have noticed over the last few months things that I actually enjoy versus things that I'm not really feeling but think that I should be feeling. So for instance, what brings me a lot of joy is being out in nature or playing music and singing or honestly dancing like a fucking weirdo. Not dancing like I'm out at the clubs but like dancing like a spider and then a freaking like bulldozer and then like just doing some flips and just doing some weird shit basically but that can really help you to get to that playful side of your inner child and really delve out into what she enjoys and helping to get connected to what she enjoys helps you to get connected to what she's feeling and what she wants and what she needs So you might experience some blocks in your connection to this inner child. Um, That can be because you've spent a lot of time not connecting to her. So expect that as normal and just take your time with it. I had to spend a lot of time, honestly, just being so patient and just being like, hey girl, I'm here when you're free. Like I'm here when you're ready. Like when you want to speak to me, I'll be here. I know I've left you for a while, but um, yeah, I'll be here. So that's like something um, to recognize that she might have felt rejected by you in the past because maybe you weren't ready to listen to her or support her. And so just let her know that you're ready to do that now, but give her time because she needs that just like you would need time. Now, in general, how to keep in connection once you have built that connection with your little girl. So I would say really important is to be more in tune with your feelings, listen to your feelings. So sometimes I know that's really hard. I get it. But sort of journaling, checking in. How are you feeling today, Madzo? How are you feeling, little Madzo? Oh, a little bit lost. Oh, a little bit sad. Oh, actually good. I actually feel inspired. Whatever it is, check in. How is she feeling? And then you want to support and affirm her. It's really, really important because she's a child and you're learning to sort of reparent her in a way. So for instance, if she's feeling really vulnerable and has a lot of emotions that she wants to express or she's scared to express, Some really important and amazing things that you can be saying to her is to affirm her is you're safe here. It's okay to feel this. I've got you. 
I trust you. I love you. I believe in you. And you are perfect just the way you are. I can tell you for sure that these things really help. And I know that it can be scary or weird to trial out new things, but they make an amazing difference. So I highly, highly recommend. Another thing is what I said before, do more of those things that light you up, that are really your true hobbies, because they will help you to be more playful in your life. And in general, just be more playful, laugh more, notice things that make you laugh more, do them more, dance like a fucking spider slash bulldozer slash weirdo. Um, Maybe cook and don't follow the recipe, just make some weird shit. Like, Just listen to what you actually enjoy and make sure you're implementing more of that into your life because if you're not, you are struggling to connect to that joy and that inner being inside you and it's so amazing to be connected to that because that's where you will really experience true, true joy. Now, another cool thing that I've sort of done and was sort of the start of my journey is singing to um, romance songs. Now, this can sometimes get a little bit weird because, you know, sometimes the romance song's really good and it's really fitting. It might be like, I love you, you're all I've ever needed, you give me everything in life and um, you're all I need and shit. Like, when that's a romance song and you pull that back, it's kind of like, oh God, what are we singing to other people? But when you're singing it to yourself, that shit is real powerful. So um, that's something I recommend doing. But yeah, when it gets weird is when it starts to get like a little bit sexy and you're like, "Uh, I don't know if I want to sing this to my little girl. But basically, you just cut it off there. Now, that's sort of just a fun thing that you can do. Another thing would obviously be keep journaling um, in general, how you're feeling, maybe a letter to her maybe something that she needed to hear. I recently did one as well. Um, and sometimes it can get quite emotional while you're writing it. Um, and reading it out loud, I was like, (laughs) so it's quite a funny one, but, um, another one is continuing to speak to that photo of her. Um, whether that's like each morning or each night or every now and then when you're just feeling a little bit down and lost is to just reach out and just say, Hey, how are you feeling? I'm sorry that you feel like that, but I, I want you to know that that's okay. And, um, I want to sit with it for you and I want to sit with you and I want to support you through this. Tell me more. What is this coming up from? What is this about for you? Where does this really hit true for you? Is there experience you had in the past? I'm sorry, but I'm here now and I want to love and support you through it. These things are so powerful because you imagine how powerful that was to hear from a parent. It's the same thing. It's it's even more powerful when you hear it from yourself, to be honest, actually. Now, I'm rambling fucking massively, but <laughs> here, um, I actually have a little hot tip. You're connecting to this inner child, and so you're going to have this more playful side to your life. It's also going to be quite more heightened emotions, basically, to say the least, whether that's um, some of the bleh emotions and then some of the really fucking great emotions. But um, a hot tip is to recognize that you're still the adult in this relationship, 
So she needs to be heard and nurtured, but she doesn't have to run the show. Now, this is a really key point for me because sometimes you can get so connected to her and you're in this such heightened state of emotion that it can stop you from moving forward because you might be scared or you might be um, overwhelmed or whatever it is. But to recognize that that could be your inner child speaking and, you know, those feelings could be relevant to what they've experienced in the past, but they could be irrelevant to your actual capabilities. So recognizing that you're the adult and speaking to her and going, hey, I know you're scared and I know because of this, this makes you feel like this, but I'm here to tell you that this is one of your limiting beliefs, that this is not true and that you actually have every ability to do this and we're going to do it and I've got your back and I'm going to listen to you the whole way but I'm going to also take the reins and show you that you're not alone you've got me and um, that's a pretty cool and exciting thing to realize as well that you can have this side of you that is this playful fun and awesome beautiful true side then you can also have this side of you that holds it all together and that looks after you and that supports you and yeah anyway that was a big freaking chat guys I'm just sitting here now like ready for a stretch after all that but um I was really called to speak about this I think for so long I really wanted to share my experience with inner child work and I really really hope that it um it might help you on your journey. If not, whatever, it's what calls to you. And I just really wanted to offer that space. Like we've sort of making this podcast about, it's about just talking about things that we talk about in our family and in our space and in our safe space. And we want to offer that up to you guys. So if this speaks to you, I really, really um, hope that some of these tips help you and let me know, comment, send me a message, let me know on your journey um, what might be coming up or if um, there's certain things that you're struggling with because we've probably all struggled with them and um, that's sort of what it's about for me. So thank you guys so, so much for joining today and um, I'm sending so, so much love to all of your beautiful inner child beings you're all bloody gorgeous and I hope that you have a beautiful day and night and remember always to be kind to you thanks guys I'm a sick fuck you're a sick fuck come and be a sick fuck too